Welcome to the Dividend Cafe weekly market commentary focused on dividends in your portfolio and dividends in your understanding of economic life. Welcome uh, to today's DC Today. It is September 29th, and we've got a lot to kind of unpack today. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not David, I'm Brian Seitel and, and write these occasionally, but first time I get to come to you here on the podcast. So ho- hopefully you're able to, to see this and hear this. Kind of go through yesterday a little bit. I know David did. It's an interesting day. Yesterday was a very big, broad market rally across the board. Stocks rallied, bonds rallied, it, you know, it, very broad based. And it, it was large part to do with the Bank of England coming out and buying longer dated bonds, which is quantitative easing. So they were on the same path that we were on to raise interest rates, to fight inflation, to start to reduce their central bank balance sheet, the Bank of England's balance sheet. And we're on path to do the same in sort of reversed course. And and we've kind of referred to that as they were the first large central bank to blink um, as far as taking some of the, the the weight of the foot off of the gas pedal of, of monetary tightening. The reason they, they did that, I mean, there's a new administration there. There's a new prime minister, Truss. There was a very large, most in 50 years large, tax cut package that she put through. And subsequently, the debt of England really sold off hard, it, as, as did the currency. Those two things tend to go hand in hand. So you had five-year gilts, which is the equivalent to our treasury, go from something like a 3% yield, actually a little below a 3% yield two weeks ago, to over a 4.5% yield, meaning the prices were in freefall. And of course, the, the pound sterling is now, or almost was, to parity with the dollar. And, and so they I don't know if I'd call it a little panic button, but you know, it's, it's a decent reverse course um, to go ahead and start start buying bonds again. And so the market kind of looked at that as okay, first central blink to blink. You know, I, I think that myself and, and and my team and most market participants have an idea of of there being a point at which central bank policy does shift, and that's what we've called the pivot to something that is trying to raise rates and, and reduce balance sheet and and slow the economy down to something that maybe becomes a little bit more benign. And so if this was the first central bank to do that, you know, markets like that. I was pleased to see it. It's been a tough market in 2022. So I'll, I'll take a I'll take a nice day like that. Uh, it certainly helped some of my client conversations that day. But the reality is it was, it was a little bit of a sugar high. And so, so now, now what happened today? So the, the exact opposite happened. So we had, you know, a big rally yesterday, uh, and then we had a big sell off. The futures today were down 250 points coming into the open. So it wasn't like, it was a surprise. I knew markets were going to be lower and we all did. But within about 30 to 40 minutes, markets were down over 500 points. In fact, they got as low as about 680 points on the day. So basically completely reversing all of the up from yesterday in the course of a couple hours from today. And the question is why? There, there is uh, some, some data today that I'll kind of go through on the US side. But if you look at the bond market today, you had stock sell off first to give back almost all of the gain. They actually did recover towards the end. The bulls got back in there. Markets rallied about 230 points before the close. We closed down about 458 on the Dow. So nice to see a little bit of a positive market action in the last 20, 30 minutes in, in markets, which we haven't seen in a little while. So I'll take that too. But what was interesting to me today was that stocks you know, did what they did. But really, if you look at the bond market, yields yesterday, the two-year went from 4.3 to 4.15, so a 15% decline yesterday, meaning that the prices went up and, and yields came down by that much. Today, uh, with stocks down, rates go back up, but not back to where they were at 4.3. They only went up a couple basis points. 
same thing on the 10 year. You had a 4% uh, yesterday morning on the 10 year, come all the way down to 380. In fact, a little lower than that intraday was about 375. It closed around 380 on the day. Today, we actually went down on the 10 year. So what is this stuff telling us? So you had stocks sell off and almost give back what they made, but then you had bonds sell off, but not get anywhere near what they had made from yesterday. So, so when I look at that, specifically when you have a short end of the curve that moves much more or moves up a little uh, in the long end of the curve move down, you get a flattening of the yield curve that's speaking to kind of lower economic expectations going forward. And, and the way that I read that was yesterday was sort of sugar high, you know, first central bank to blink, maybe things are going to get a little easier and these, these central banks will start slowing down, uh, tightening monetary conditions until today. And I think the market was more digesting of why, why was there a central bank blinking so so fast like that. Um, and I think what the bond market is telling you is that that the Fed is getting what it wants, which is the economy slowing. The flattening yield curve bonds starting to uh, catch a bid, meaning that, that yields are actually starting to go a little lower, especially on the long end. The 10-year yield was down today and the 30-year year yield was down today, which which does speak to a little bit of a slowdown. And, and as they say, don't fight the Fed. You know, I think they are starting to get what they want and um, for better or for worse. Well, today's market action was was negative, and I said this to someone yesterday, it's negative. It's not disorderly, though. So when I look at credit spreads, when I look at just, you know, the the underpinnings of the market, you know, how things are functioning, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, but it isn't, it isn't broken. In COVID, you had a broken period of time. In financial crisis, you had a broken period of time where things just weren't functioning. That's not what we're seeing here. We're seeing still strong demand in the U.S., although that's starting to kind of ebb a little still seeing sort of the sticky inflation figures. And, and that's really what the next quarter is going to be about. It's going to be about, will inflation start to show what we think it will, which is it'll start to kind of calm down a little bit. And, and from that point, I do think you'll see Fed be able to do what I, I imagine they ultimately want to do, which is to take the foot off of the gas pedal a little bit. Um, and I, don't, I don't think they intentionally want to cause a deep recession here. They're, they're trying to do the right thing. And I think they're actually doing the right thing, but it, that doesn't make it easy. The one thing I'll say too, uh, when I say orderly, um, it's, I'm not making light of a down market. It's tough. It's a tough year. And it's broad-based negative, meaning bonds are down, stocks are down, kind of nowhere to hide type of thing. But the volatility, when I look at the VIX, especially today and yesterday, I mean, it got over 34 yesterday morning. Even with today's decline, it, it's lower today. It was around 32 for most of the day, closed to under 32. To me, that doesn't speak to mass hysteria. It doesn't speak to mass fear, for better or for worse. Uh, I'll take an orderly down market versus a disorderly down market, I suppose, any year. Uh, that doesn't make them necessarily any easier. But some top news stories. Uh, we noted yesterday that Apple was down in a very up market, which was unusual. They had some slower iPhone numbers. Uh, today it was down again because Bank of America downgraded the, the company. And, and you get that it is adding a little bit. Apple was down something like 5%. So that doesn't, that doesn't help a down market as far as the Dow goes. It's part of it. It's a Dow constituent. The big news today on the economic front was something we didn't really want to see. It was it was initial jobless claims coming in lower than expected. What does that mean? It means that people filing for unemployment, there were fewer, fewer of them than we would have liked to see. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but the Fed is trying to tighten monetary conditions in order to ease the tight, overly tight labor market to try to ease inflation. And these are not the numbers that we necessarily wanted to see. But initial claims came down 22,000 less than we thought at 193. And continuing claims, meaning ongoing people on unemployment, were also lower by about 40,000 than estimated. So that's not a great number to see. It's, it's probably not what the Fed wanted to see. You know, I don't know that I'd put a lot of weight behind it, but technically it's a five-month low in, in initial unemployment claims. 
the other thing that 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 the tight labor market does, it, you know, it hurts corporate profits, it hurts margins. You know, it's harder to get people, to, and I can attest to this. It's harder to get good people out there. Basically, end up having to pay more to get them. You know, and so it's it's a tight market, and, and they're trying to ease that up. And that's not the number that we saw today. There was a revision to second quarter GDP, and I was kind of curious about it. You know, these revisions go on and on and on. Uh, second quarter so far in the past now. But first quarter was negative 1.6. Second quarter was revised unchanged today, which I'll take. It was still negative 0.6. But there's always a little fear that they're going to start to revise things a lot lower and, and, and cause a little bit more market turmoil. But so we had sort of an unchanged figure there. Uh, real estate, uh, kind of shifting gears. Um, mortgage rates today were, were closed around 682 on the 30-year mortgage. Compared to where we were a year ago, obviously, mortgage rates are dramatically higher. It is making a difference. It does show, you know, month over month, uh, numbers are, are negative now, six months in a row, as far as uh, home sales go, at a 6.8% mortgage rate. Uh, it's something like we haven't seen since, what, 15 years, you know. So these things matter. Th- there was a Fed comment out, actually, um, speaking of, of rates in the Fed, from Fed President Mester. And she said, basically, in a comment this morning, that, you know, the Fed doesn't even feel that it's in really restrictive policy yet, meaning that they don't have the Fed funds rate at three and a quarter high enough to really be restricting economic activity. I wouldn't disagree. I mean, they've telegraphed that pretty well where they're trying to go, but I would disagree to say that it isn't having an effect. It is having an effect. You know, rates have gone up a lot. Mortgage rates are, are part of that. Uh, housing uh, numbers have slowed. You haven't seen it in the jobs numbers yet. I suspect that you will at some point, and we'll have to keep an eye out for it. Inflation figures, whether it's energy, whether it's housing, rents, they are coming down. And so I think as we go through the remainder of the year, hopefully we get uh, some numbers for the Fed to kind of take take foot off of the gas pedal a little bit. So so, so all that to say, a um, lot going on the past two days, no question. I'm sure there'll be more tomorrow. We'll have Dividend Cafe in inboxes tomorrow from David. And I, I know he's going to go over some some history lessons in, in, in bear markets and things that I think will be really uh, timely for, for where things are now. But all in all, uh, we're here for questions. I certainly love to hear from everybody. So please do reach out an email or a phone call. And uh, thank you so much for listening to DC Today. The Bonson Group is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free risk. There is no guarantee that the investment process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. The Bonser Group and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the Bonson Group and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. 
Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for any related questions.